You're tuning into the podcast series, We Talk Cyber with Monica, your platform for engaging discussions and expert opinions on all things cyber. For more information, check out monicatalkcyber.com and let's hop right into today's episode. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, people, wherever in the world you're tuning in from. This is Monica. Welcome to today's episode of We Talk Cyber. I'm your host and we'll be talking today to a very, very special guest who not only works in cloud security, but also has dedicated his time and working towards privacy, which is a very important topic. So let's talk to the guest directly. Hi, Eric. Hi, my name is uh, Eirik Egelbrandsen. I'm working as a technologist at the Norwegian Data Protection Authority. And I'm also leading the Norwegian uh, chapter of Cloud Security Alliance. So that's my specific background for today. It's lovely to have Eirik, you on the podcast today. And today we'll be talking a bit about artificial intelligence and what role it can play in the cybersecurity and privacy world, also the benefits and challenges that we can Mm -hmm. see coming and what should be prepared for. Um, So just for the audience, very quickly, if you could just say in very layman terms, what is machine learning and what is AI? Yeah, AI is the overall term that describes uh, the capabilities shown uh, by learning systems. Uh, So so it's a very uh, fussy term that describes uh, how we uh, perceive systems that are, that are perceived as intelligent. Mm-hmm. And machine learning uh, is uh, systems that uh, are possible to learn uh, by themselves by uh, using a lot of data to, to do analytics. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's, uh, that's those two terms in this uh, context. Right, so it's safe to say that machine learning is a subset of artificial intelligence. That's correct. Mm-hmm. So let's let's hop right into the topic of AI in cybersecurity. I mean, there's a lot of, as you said, it's a buzzword. People are using it everywhere. A lot of vendors are already using, oh, we have AI-enabled cybersecurity products and tools and so on. Let's just understand from also theoretical point of perspective, what benefits can AI actually bring to cybersecurity industry? Why are people interested in this? Yeah, the, the key thing here is uh, what uh, is uh, called the skill gap. Uh, there is a lot of things uh, happening out there. Uh, IT is getting more and more important, uh, mm. getting more and more part of the core business. And uh, there simply aren't enough resources to, to handle uh, everything in terms of uh, operational security and especially operational security. Mm-hmm. So that is the skill gap, which is uh, one of the key drivers today, uh, the ability to, to bring in capacity uh, in order to handle operational security. Mm-hmm. And then with every new technology that comes in, obviously there are some challenges and the threats to IT or cybersecurity in general. What do you believe are the biggest challenges or would be the biggest challenges of AI to businesses, organizations, and society itself, both from a security perspective and from a privacy perspective? Yeah, in, in terms of cybersecurity, uh, AI means automation. It mm. means that you can automate, uh, you can automate uh, attacks, you can automate uh, uh, mapping of uh, potential targets and so on. So, and it's also speed. So mm-hmm. uh, AI will bring in automation and speed, uh, what we call machine speed attacks in cybersecurity. Uh, and trying to handle machine speed attacks with uh, manual responses, uh, that's, uh, that's a big uh, problem. 
right? And plus a lot of data, which is not probably, we don't have perfect data analytics either. And you're having a lot of data that you have not been able to analyze or the speed at which you analyze data, how would that affect? Yeah. So doing an analysis, uh, the thing is that everyone that has worked with security know that uh, doing analysis is boring. <laughs> it's mind-numbling boring uh, and it's exhaustive. Uh, so you, you, you basically, it's, it's, it requires a lot from people. And doing mm. it uh, every day, every hour, uh, and so on, uh, is, uh, it's, it's, uh, you, you don't really have the people to do that, and, and not properly, and not consistently. So from a protective uh, point of view, uh, doing, uh, using AI for analysis, uh, an analyzing logs, for example, is a very good thing to, to think about. Yeah, an example of that is that you have, do have IT analysis of logs and stuff like that, but you also have OT, operational technology. Right. Uh, and you, doing uh, uh, analysis of that is much, much more complex. Uh, than doing uh, just ordinary logging. So uh, doing uh, analysis of OT, uh, that's mm -hmm. a specific area which AI is very good. Uh, is a very good fit. Right, and that's that makes sense, especially since we're seeing more and more convergence of IT and OT, which makes the whole field of cybersecurity so complicated to understand how the IT actually impacts. What are the consequences? Because there's one thing of talking about co uh, consequences and impact on the business from IT, but then OT converging, that totally changes the risk profile. That totally changes what impact. Because now we're not talking just business, but safety of human in so many cases. Yeah, and all, of course, that brings in uh, Internet of Things, which is the specific right. instance of OT. And edge computing, which means that a lot of stuff is happening, uh, both in your own network. Uh, it's happening on your cloud applications. It's also happening in the equipment that is installed everywhere. Mm -hmm. And to do analysis and protection of all that traffic, all that data, it's basically impossible doing it manually. Right. Uh, and it's a big target for those that want to somehow uh, get in or uh, get to the data or you use it for something. So you do need to automate this or else you will not be able to, to handle the, the, the share amount of data. Well, when it comes to, on the other hand, when we talk about automation, and using um, artificial intelligence, what are the privacy concerns? The problem with uh, machine learning and learning systems is that they can do stuff you don't uh, anticipate. Mm -hmm. uh, and one of the key principles in, in, uh, in privacy is that you need to state uh, what you want to do with data. Right. Uh, so you, you not have a clear picture where I have this data, what do I want to, to use it for? What's the limitations and so on and so on. It's not always easy to uh, anticipate how uh, an AI system or a machine learning system will use data. The key issues and key uh, challenges when it comes to AI and machine learning systems. So what, do you, what would be your recommendations to people that are looking into or businesses or organizations that are looking into using AI or machine learning for that matter for these things? Especially since you're saying, yeah, because now, even now privacy is, is, is not, like it's a, it's a topic that's very important. A lot of organizations uh, process tremendous, huge amounts of data that they don't understand how are they processing it what are they using it for, what they're processing it for. So what would be your recommendation, especially with moving towards AI and ML, if we start using this for data analysis and processing of data? As, I, as for privacy, that's one thing. And uh, what I can use for in cybersecurity is another. Uh, the key thing is still uh, AI systems, machine learning systems, are dependent on the quality of input. 
so having good data, having good data sources. So that's mm -hmm. one thing you need to handle. You need to be aware of what kind of data sources do I have? Uh, for, or first of all, what do I want to protect? What's the value of the information I want to protect? Uh, so having a good understanding of that, that's basic uh, cybersecurity. And mm -hmm. also, what kind of data do I have that I can use to protect this data? It can be logs, it could be network traffic, uh, and it could be a lot of different sources. And uh, being aware of what sources you have uh, is an important first step. Mm -hmm. And of course, you need to understand what you want to protect. So that's, that's uh, independent of AI. Do you see some use cases of AI that are already being used today or will become prevalent in the near future? How, how, how close are we actually into AI becoming a thing and being used every day? How mature is it? When it comes to, let's say, malware, malware detection, that's, mm -hmm. uh, that's a very common use uh, or, or use case or uh, where we do have solutions today. There's a lot of vendors offering uh, pretty advanced uh, malware detection Mm -hmm. uh, where you do have the, the old school uh, pattern detection, uh, pattern recognition, and then you have more advanced uh, analysis of, of data and data streams and code. And mm -hmm. you also have sandboxing and you have different levels of, uh, of complexity when it uh, comes to uh, analyzing how, for example, a, a program or attachment uh, will uh, act in your, in your network. So malware is actually a pretty well uh, and mature use of AI or machine learning systems today. Mm -hmm. Not all malware systems use ML, uh, machine learning, but uh, a lot of them do. So that's one example. Uh, another example is uh, log analysis. Mm -hmm. uh, because uh, most uh, companies, even small companies, generate several millions, tens of millions, hundreds of millions log lines each day. Mm -hmm. uh, a very, very small amount of those log lines actually contain anything interesting <laughs> and getting to those is the interesting part. So that's another, uh, so basically identifying uh, interesting uh, patterns uh, or, or anomalies. And that's also even more important when it comes to OT, which I mentioned previously. Right. The patterns uh, and indica indication of compromise could be very, very much more complex and requires very specific knowledge. Mm -hmm. So. You said that artificial intelligence and machine learning will be used because of automation, also for threat, advanced precision threats, automating attacks, automating the threat landscape, right? Changing the threat landscape in a way that you're doing it on a much faster level and much precise. How can we in cybersecurity, who are the good people, use this to our benefit to do the same kind of testing do you think that is something we, we should invest in and can do or should do? It? Definitely. You need to understand what kind of tools that can be used against you. And that mm -hmm. includes also uh, AI-based or ML-based systems. Right. And to, to uh, provide a specific example, uh, a threat actor uh, could, for example, use AI already when it comes to analyzing your company. Mm -hmm. uh, looking at what people is on social media, what information do you publish on a website, uh, who writes about you, and, and stuff like that, and do very comprehensive analysis of your company as such. You're very much automated. But you can do the same thing. So you mm -hmm. can use AI to analyze yourself mm -hmm. and find out if uh, is my company being uh, written about, uh, does it pop up in interesting uh, discussion sites and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's a good example on, on how AI and machine learning can be used 
for the non-technical things. So doing reconnaissance in your whole and infrastructure and your whole business and understanding where your attack surface, how your attack surface looks like, where your pain points or attack points basically are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, you have good old penetration testing, uh, which of course can to a certain degree be automated, uh, but you still need uh, you still need the, the people skills there, of course. But you can, uh, to a very large degree, automate a lot of that, uh, or at least the, the service providers offering those services can automate those services for you and perhaps do them more regularly uh, mm -hmm. and perhaps cheaper. And cheaper is also a keyword here because a lot of these uh, services cost a lot of money. Uh, mm -hmm. People cost money. And being able to automate some of these tasks, a part of these tasks, can make it uh, a lot cheaper to offer those services and buy those services. Right. And that brings me to actually a very natural question that people ask and worry as well is, okay, they're always saying, oh, technology is taking our jobs away. Is it that AI will take our jobs away? Because yes, they will augment and complement people's skills, but should we be worried? Anyone that has uh, sat down and done the log analysis will welcome that. <laughs> welcome automated log analysis. So that's one example of jobs we, we really don't want to do ourselves. Mm -hmm. uh, but you mentioned augment augmentation, and that's the key word here. This right. is not about replacing. This is about augmenting. This is about getting uh, the more out of the key uh, person you, you do have. Uh, have them spend more time on the important stuff. Because right. that's, that's what we're talking about here. Not spending uh, hours and hours pouring over logs uh, uh, when you should have been looking at a specific uh, incident. Mm -hmm. So quicker response times, that's important. So getting, uh, getting up the cycle of responses, uh, that's also a key uh, probable thing about AI systems, which they can bring to the table. Exactly. And you talk about something, now you've touched upon a very interesting topic here, which is the resilience part. And mm -hmm. also how quick you're able to not only detect a threat actor, but also to respond in a way that your business resilience is still intact or you come back to normal operations sooner than later. And a lot of the times on average, I think it's hundreds of days before you actually even detect. And mm. by the time your normal operations come back, it's also quite some considerable amount of time. So I think AI, what do I understand as well, or machine learning in a sense can also help with this response part, automation part, and ensuring that you are able to recover the businesses faster. Yeah, one of the potential benefits, which that will require some maturity, but mm -hmm. uh, do you want to detect uh, uh, an incident and uh, analyze it and then perhaps do something about it over several hours? Or do you want a system perhaps take a database offline at once? when it mm -hmm. detects something uh, happening that should not be happening. So right. that's an example of uh, making more advanced uh, detection uh, response uh, systems. Uh, we have been dreaming about this for years and years in cybersecurity. <laughs> you usually don't uh, have uh, the guts to turn on those systems because you are afraid to take down systems that should be, be taken down. Mm -hmm. AI and machine learning systems could perhaps uh, at some point be used to do more smart decisions there uh, mm -hmm. and be able to, uh, to actually uh, respond to an incident much, much, much quicker. So mm -hmm. it's not just about uh, uh, analyzing logs. It could be actually uh, responding to something happening. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't also need, need to be that you take systems down, but you can make them a little less available. So it doesn't mm -hmm. mean that you have to take a, a ordering system down because something is happening. You can 
perhaps turn the level of authentication up or you can slow uh, the number of uh, processes or, or, or down so that you can't perhaps dump a database in a couple of minutes. You can perhaps do stuff uh, so that you have to use several hours to dump a database. So you can right. do, do different things there and you can do that automatically. That's the key. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying this is possible out of the box today. This is a potential usage of, uh, of system of technology like this. Right. So we're seeing a lot of different use cases that we already have in place today, and we're probably seeing more and more use cases coming up in the future. So one of the key things that I understood from a conversation is that really what is important is also understanding, being aware of the benefit it brings and the challenges that it poses as well, but also understanding that you need to ultimately have a good quality of data. That is one of the keys. Anyone that has used AI for anything knows that quality of data is everything. Uh, you can sometimes uh, uh, balance that with uh, more data, a lot mm -hmm. of data, uh, mm -hmm. but it will always be best if you have a good quality data to begin with. Mm -hmm. So that's a very good starting point, understanding where are my sources for, for good data, for doing analytics, for doing uh, response uh, automation uh, and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. so that's the first step. Uh, and also the next step is, of course, making sure that your people are aware of this technology. Uh, mm -hmm. Make people take courses, uh, send them to conferences, uh, have them take certifications, uh, because that will bring the awareness of the possibilities up in the organization, and that's important. Right, and you bring, bring that conversation to my very next question that I was actually about to ask. What recommended reading do you have for our audience? Of course, you can do a lot of Googling. <laughs> it's, it, it's an infinite amount of, of uh, ML and AI courses and stuff like that uh, out there. Mm -hmm. uh, for uh, for uh, the Nordics, uh, we actually have an, something called, interesting called Elements of AI, mm -hmm. which is a course that originated in Finland, uh, but is now available for all the Nordic countries, uh, mm -hmm. including Norway uh, in Norwegian. So that's one way, one place to start understanding what is really AI and what is it not. That's not cyber specific, cyber security no. specific, but it gives you a very, very good understanding of what AI is and what it isn't. Mm -hmm. Also, there's a lot of interesting white papers. Uh, I know that Capgemini has uh, published a very interesting white paper called uh, In Reinventing Cybersecurity with AI, mm -hmm. uh, which I do recommend. I just Google that one. It's a good read. Mm -hmm. They also described some of the scenarios I mentioned earlier. Right. In much more detail. Uh, and, and in general, there are a lot of white papers out there. Uh, one particular interesting one, which is uh, more in general AI, is uh, something called the Malicious Use of AI, Forecasting Prevention and Mitigation by the several universities uh, in, uh, from UK. Right. Which I also do recommend. It is very important to actually understand how technology can be abused and what is a malicious use of something when you're actually starting to learn about it. So that makes total sense. Uh, I mentioned it for you earlier, but it's always a hype cycle on the horizon. Uh, and I mentioned it because AI is one of the most overhyped technologies out there, of course. Uh, and every uh, cybersecurity outfit uh, with respect for themselves do AI, of course whether or not they do it or not. Uh, <laughs> so uh, it's, it's important to be aware that uh, AI has uh, been used a lot. Uh, the term has been used, been put on everything that's possible. Mm -hmm. uh, but again, you have to do the basics. You, don't, you, you can't forget about the basics when it comes to cybersecurity. 
And if you are going to uh, get, make good use of AI, you still need to do the basics and you still right. need to have the good data sources and you still need to have the competence in-house. Very wise words, Eric. So on that note, that was Eric Dunbronson today. Uh, this is your host, Monica. We'll be signing off. I'll be back with more episodes. Until then, people take care and stay safe. Bye. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to We Talk Cyber with Monica. Do not forget to subscribe to We Talk Cyber in your favorite podcast app and YouTube channel, Monica Talk Cyber. Take care and continue tuning in.